good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening. Welcome to my podcast, Truckers USA American. Today I want to talk about the brokers. I'm reading an article over here saying the, the, the brokers, they want to get, they want to do basically a uh, listening session to members of the public because they want people from the public to tell them about the rules and what's going on on the trucking industry. My question to the broker will be, why you want to do a listening with members of the public when some of these people have no idea or have no clue about trucking or anything about transportation. If you want to do a listening section, you should invite people that knows it about transportation, like owner operators, small trucking companies, uh, people that work on the transportation industry, people that are related to transportation not people from the public because you cannot ask somebody that's a baker how to make <clears throat> a um, I would say a rocket because he's not a rocket scientist. he's a baker so if the worker wants answers and they want to ask questions why they don't do a listener session with the truckers? We the one that's supposed to go there, not members of the public. Because people they have no idea what's going on in transportation. Okay? They will not tell you anything. They will be like, okay, uh, we hear uh, what we're supposed to say. Because we don't know anything about transportation, we don't know anything about trucking. Some of these people never drove a semi-truck, so why you want to do a listen-up session with people that have no clue what you're talking about? I, that, I don't know, to me that's stupid. But I guess that's the way they do it this day. And the brokers keep dropping the low prices you know and some of them you call them to ask for a price and one of the loads they have posted on the on the low board and he's like uh, you know all confident and stuff like that like you know hey if you want to move this low you're going to move it for whatever price I have and you know there is no bargain with me because that is the firm price either you move it or you don't so that's the way they talk to you right now. Like, hey, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. So, and that is really, really sad. What's going on on the trucking industry right now. And if they want to do a listen a session, why they don't do it with us, with the truckers, people that work in transportation? Of course, they're not going to do that because they don't want the answers that we're going to give them. Okay, 
they want to do a listen up sitting or a listen up meeting with some people of the, the public because people of the public doesn't know what's going on. People of the public think that whatever's going on with uh, the food prices and everything, you know, is the truckers because, oh, everything, you know, prices, everything goes up, the food's going up, you know, everything is going up because of the truckers raise, you know, the prices of transportation. We don't raise anything. And the contrary, the prices that, we su that we're supposed to get paid are like two or three times below what we used to get paid. And these people want to do a listen up sitting with members of the public. I don't get it. To me, that's really stupid. But that's the way they want to do it. So, and it's not, just, it's not, it's not fair. It's not fair what's going on. But unfortunately, uh, there's nothing we can do because Tia was trying to, uh, I think it was back, back in 2020, Tia was talking to the government to ask the brokers to show what they get paid from the cheaper. Somehow, the broker managed to dodge that basically because uh, the government basically said that they don't find any uh, wrongdoing and they don't see any reason why the broker should release or should reveal you know what the cheapers paying then and they say they said there was no um there's no there's no look look into it so basically they picked the uh broker size and again we got hammered because if the government is not willing to help us then i guess we screw because now the brokers had basically all the all the power to do whatever the hell they hell want with you know with the law because hey if we got the big guys behind that you know basically backing ass oh shit I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want that's exactly what's going on yeah, but also the big companies they keep complaining that they have shoulders of drivers they don't have any drivers. There is not enough drivers to move the loads they have. You know, that's bullshit. There's a lot of drivers. We out here. The problem with our big companies is that big companies, they don't want to pay. They want to pay you 40 cents a mile, 30 cents a mile, 36 cents a mile, and give you 2,500 miles a week. What kind of money are you going to make with 2,500 miles a week and getting paid 40 or 36 cents a mile? If you get paid 40 cents a mile and you make 2,500 miles, that's what? $1,000? Now, take taxes out of that. What do you get? Like seven, eighty, eight hundred dollars $800? Now, you got you to gotta eat, right? You, you're easily going to spend three, four hundred, five hundred dollars $500 in food. So what you making? You making two, three hundred dollars $300 driving a semi-truck? That is insane. And... You guys complaining why you don't have any drivers? You guys need to check yourself and think about, like, why we don't have any drivers? Oh, oh, we don't fucking pay them. That's why. 
We want them to work for free. You guys don't work for free. Why should we work for free? Huh? Why? If you guys getting paid, because you guys getting paid basically six, four, seven dollars a mile, whatever you guys getting paid, right? And right here we getting what, like eighty, one eighty, dollar seventy. And you guys complaining that you guys are shortage of drivers, and also they blame as the owner operator. They say that most of the uh, drivers that want to become owner operators. And that is the reason they have not enough drivers. If they don't have enough drivers, because why would I leave my house, my wife, my kids, basically leave my family all alone for a month or two? Because, you know, when you ask for home time, you're going to go home whatever the hell they want. You're not going home when you want. So, and on top of that, I'm not making any money. So my family is all alone. I basically abandon my family. And I'm working in a truck to make some guy rich. And whatever I'm making, it's not enough to cover my bills and give my family a good life. Because if I'm getting paid, my family is living decent, okay? And they have, you know, everything that I can provide them. I mean, yeah, I do the sacrifice. I'm sacrificing, I'm, I'm doing it for my family. If I'm going to sacrifice myself, it's got to be for a good cause. My family. Okay? Because a lot of people don't realize that it's going to be a point that you're probably going to end up losing your family. And I hope, I hope doesn't, that doesn't happen to anybody because, shit, I don't want nobody to lose their family, especially this day. So... And these people don't care. They just don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about anybody. The, the only thing they care is the those trucks are moving, moving their load, and they're getting paid. That's it. That's all they care. And, hey, you guys want us to work for, for you guys? I don't have any problem. Pay us. Just pay us. You want us to work for you guys? Pay us. I have no problem. If I'm going to stay up there for a month or two and I'm making decent living to support my family, yeah, I sacrifice myself. I do that for my family. And I'm 100% sure that thousands of you up there will do the same. Right? And <clears throat> big companies want to claim that they don't have enough drivers they want to blame us the owner operator because we're trying to make a better living for us and our family it's, that's not fair so everybody is basically pushing down the truck driver we're the one that move everything everything in this country is moved by us the truckers when you some of you guys sleeping We're delivering food, milk, anything you're going to eat in the morning or during the day. See, it is not fair. What's going on? 
And some people claim that, oh, you guys making too much money. You guys make $250,000 and make $150,000. Okay, let me give you uh, just a little details about that. You go home every day. You sleep in your bed. You're with your family every day. We go home whenever we can. That $250,000 that you claim I make, take $90,000 out of there just for fuel. Now, add the truck payments, all the expenses, repair, okay? Now, you got to pay taxes that. That's 14-something 14, 14 percent. You got to pay Uncle Sam for that. If you don't pay that, they're going to come knocking on your door. You got to pay for the taxes, right? When you take all those deductions and you look up your tax statement, you make thirty, forty thousand dollars. Sometimes you even make like twenty-five thousand dollars. So, how, tell me, how is it that I'm making more money than you? When you're making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and all they take out of that is taxes, and I make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and all I get, it was like maybe forty, thirty-five thousand dollars in a year. It's easy to say. Oh, they gross $250,000. We don't make $250,000. When you take all the deductions, we make garbage, basically. Okay? Some of you claiming, oh, you guys making... Listen, what we're going, what we're going through up here, you guys not, you guys not going through that. Because you guys go home every night, you shower every night, sleep in your bed next to your wife. You're there to protect your kids and your family. We are here. Sometimes you in fucking uh, Washington State, California, Oregon, whatever, and your family is all the way like back in Jersey, New York, South Carolina, whatever you live, right? Something happened, God forbid, and you in Washington State, Oregon, and you're not there to protect your family. So. How's that make you feel? Right? You claiming we make a lot of money. That we don't because we don't make that much money. Okay? You have access to decent food. We don't. We had to eat whatever garbage is in the truck side. And then, you know, thanks God they have stuff over there. I know some of you guys up there, you know, know how to cook and, you know, do, do your own stuff but people like me and some fucks they hey I don't know how to cook so we have to eat whatever's in the truck stop and thanks God they have you know food on the truck stop because then we go hungry and these people claiming that we make a lot of money basically that we are in paradise the reality is we're not in paradise right now we're in hell Okay, truck drivers not making any money. Truck drivers are being treated like shit in some places. Like you just show up in a warehouse to pick up a load and whoever person is there has a bad day, you screw. Because that person is going to take that anger that he has or whatever situation that he went through someplace else. He's going to take it. He's going to take it with you. He's going to take it out on you. Period. Then it's gonna give you a hard day. 
And some of them I know because they did it to me. It has been done to me. They got the bad day for some reason they don't like your face or whatever. Well, if there's eight drivers, ah, they're going to put you back in the bottom. I know the driver shops up. They're going to put you in the bottom. They're going to make a way there six, seven hours. They don't give a shit. They get them paid. Now, five, six, seven hours that we waste over there, that's a holdout for us because we're not going to be able to run those, those miles that we're supposed to run that day. Now we're going to lose a day here and probably another day when we're delivering the load. So basically, we lose a day picking, picking the load and a day delivering the load. They don't see that. Oh, you guys don't do nothing. All you guys do is sit all day. Do you have any idea how stressful it is to drive one of these semi-trucks? Huh? 11 hours. When you stop and you're trying to get out of this truck to go take a shower, if you can't take a shower that night because you, you might be able, you might stop in some place that they don't have any decent shower and you're not going to be able to have a shower. And you're basically, you're basically crawling out of that cop. And you telling me I made $250,000 and I'm good? Jesus Christ. But that's what it is. These people that have no idea what it is to drive a semi-truck. They open their mouth to talk nonsense. But none of them been up here. None of them know what's going on in this industry. We do. Because we are here. We're going through this every day. Every freaking day. It is not fair what's going on and what they're doing to us. I don't think any of us desert what's being done to us. It's just not fair. But I know some of you guys out there trying to talk to the government to do stuff, you know, and not all that stuff is working. So what what's that what is that telling you? They don't care. They don't give a shit. Because the way they see it, oh well, if you quit driving, we got like 20 new drivers coming in. Yeah, you got maybe 20 new drivers coming in. And you put these new drivers up there with no experience. And that's why they have so many crashes. Because these new guys, unfortunately, they're not trained well. Can you tell me? How can you put somebody that came out from truck driving school and you put him with a trainer that only has been driving seven months? What can somebody that's been driving a semi-truck for seven months gonna teach anybody anything about driving a truck? I don't understand that. So they put this guy fresh out of the school with a guy that's been driving for seven months. I've been driving almost 20 years and I get and I get to places that is hard for me to back in. Really hard. Just imagine a guy that has only seven only seven months driving a semi-truck. What the hell that guy's gonna teach this new kid? Not gonna teach him nothing. 
This guy is not going to learn anything from this guy. But that's, that's they do it. That's how they're so desperate. And then they put this guy with maybe one, with maybe 60 days or, or I don't know how. And then they basically, here, here's a key, here's a truck, you know, go on your own. And, and I would have said, yeah, here, like, Jesus Christ, you know, God bless this guy. I mean, because, I mean, he's a guy that has no experience. If you want to become a certified trainer, you got to be at least, you got to be up here like driving the semi truck for a minimum two years. That's what I'm thinking. Minimum two years. Okay, because I've been driving almost 20 years and there's a lot of stuff I don't know about trucking. Okay? Because this industry changes every day. So, that's my personal opinion. Somebody's supposed to be driving at least two years. That would have been the minimum requirement for somebody to train somebody that came out of school. Not seven months. You're not going to be able to teach anybody anything about driving a truck if you've only been driving for seven months because you don't even know how to back. And you guys know that we've seen this guy on a, um, when you get to a cheaper or a receiver on a truck stop anywhere trying to back into a dog. And he can. He's basically struggling to back into that place. I mean, sometimes we... Sometimes we even, we even struggle to back into places and we be driving out here for 7, 20 years, whatever. Just imagine somebody's been driving for seven months. It's just crazy. But that's what that's that's how it is this day. Well, folks, that's all I have for today. Uh, God bless you guys. Be safe up there. Uh, don't get a stress. And... Uh, You guys have a blessed day. God bless. Bye.